Born ready. Bone ready. <laughs> Here it comes. Uh. I'm a big dog, baby. I'm a buck back. Buck back, badass bitch with her own rack. Down, like it down, like it. Tell him fuck that. Fuck that. Yeah, this is this a fun time. Keep in contact. Keep in contact with you, man. Best of Buds podcast. You're killing me, man. Best of Buds podcast. Well, you know, you don't always get it right, Ben, and that's okay. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> welcome, 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 welcome back. I mean, if you're just out there perusing and this is your first time listening to us, welcome. If you've listened to us for a while and you're all caught up and then like you're like, where did those guys go? Welcome back. And uh, if neither of those are the situation and I'm just high, that's okay. <laughs> that's all right. Is that okay with you, Ben? Or well, definitely high. Yeah. I was able to get a Bloom live resin disposable oh, nice. back in stock. At? At Urban Wellness. Urban Wellness. You know, Urban Wellness, Ben lives on the west side. They have a cool location on the west side. Um, HDR West is out on the west side. We have some art at Art on the Rio over there. Um, a place I've been frequenting, Ben, and, so, and a group of folks uh, that are going to come on the show. I dropped the ball. They should be right here right now, actually, probably, if I had to close the loop. Uh, but the grass station, the grass station. I've not been there, but you, you, you say good things. Hey, you know, it's... We went down to Sawmill last week. We're trying to get in, so believe it or not, New Mexico has nearly... I think the latest count was almost 600 individual um, dispensary locations. Seriously? I don't even know that. So. Ben Ben does this kind of thing. He is the, the rain man of the facts that are cannabis in New Mexico. I just come on and make conversation. That's my job. 600. Holy fuck. Shit balls. Yeah, let's see, let's see. I mean, I know it was, so it, it definitely outnumbers Starbucks. I think I, you know, a, a good little poll, Ben, and we should create this infographic, and maybe we can do this on our Instagram, um, is like, what are people's favorites? And then we should go out and visit. We should figure out why. You know? Well, it's funny thing you bring up people's favorites today, because I was wondering if you want to talk about the 2023 SE Awards. And I'm sure some of you knows who those are. But for those who don't, they are the Cannabis Awards or the Cannabis Industry Awards for the state of New Mexico that is put on by Kerpel Magazine, uh, another cannabis publication here in the state. But they're the ones who put it on, and they I think it's the sixth one was this year. Uh, so we're just going to kind of go over some of their favorites, who they said is the best, uh, who the public says is the best. I think they have some... People's choice. I got that. I got that. Clear my throat, but something like best seed, uh, cannabis influencer, best advocate of 2022. And I, I learned a vocabulary word, folks. We learned a vocabulary word today. The word for the day is ancillary. Ancillary. It means 
that it's basically connected to a part of but not essential to the functioning of something basically and so shout out like when we're talking about cannabis culture we're talking about smoking culture uh and and all of this rage and 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 uh sort of boom has happened but uh long before all that and all the legalization the recreation medication of it all there were smoke shops and best ancillary went to just urban smoke shop man and if if you're a if you're a head new or old uh, out there you know about just urban and all they've done for the community what they do for art and music and artists and uh small business in general because they're a small business and they get it so best ancillary business that's the one i just and then i learned a definition of a word that i had never heard before so i liked that what are you doing over there ben I'm just messing with a couple settings, but I think we're ready to roll. We can talk about the Aziz. Okay. So, without further ado, so there's some categories here that I think are kind of kind of cool. I guess I don't go that often to develop a relationship with a bud tender, but there is a people's choice of best bud tender. And apparently that is Tony of Minerva. So, Tony, if you're out there, people love you. Do Can we give Tony some horns? Oh, yeah. Where are the horns? horns. Tony, Tony, hold up. Hold up, Tony. This is for you, bud. Yeah. There you go, Tony. If your mama don't love you today, we do, Tony. And so do so many out there that get their medication or recreation by way of your uh, service, buddy. So... Uh, keep doing your thing over there at Minerva. I've never been to Minerva. Have you ever been to Minerva? I never have, actually. So, was it Minerva? No, there is a Minerva over there on the northwest side of town off of 528. It's right there next to the, uh, like that Starbucks, Five Guys, Lowe's, Hooters. Oh, I didn't realize that's Because the only one I'd ever seen, I didn't realize they were in Albuquerque. I saw one in Bernalillo. They were in Bernalillo, a while back, I mean, early on, I think in in the medical only in the medical only phases of this whole situation, they were already live there. If I'm not wrong, so I was trying to actually get into that new Verde's location on the west side that's over there next. It's right next to Conway Mall. Wow, I didn't know that was there. Yeah, so like you know where the uh, Outback and the RNS place oh. and all that. Go right there. Okay, go ahead, Verdes. I like that. There are Verdes. Verdes. Do you think they get offended? Uh, I believe it's called Verdes. <laughs> we got a call for conf- cl- clarification, confirmation. We joke, we joke, we kid, we kid. What's funny is I was trying to get in over there, but I couldn't because Crazy Bone from Bone Thugs Army was actually going to make an appearance. No way. Yeah, that was on Thursday, the day for 20. Oh. So I was like, you know what? I'll just have some good specials. It'd be a great day to try it. But I wasn't able to get in there, but I was able to get in at my regular spot, Urban Wellness, no problem. Where, again, I will stress, live resin disposables. The grass station looked pretty crazy outside um, on that day. I actually lucked into not being able to, or not having to go anywhere because I was already equipped. Um, But I feel a little bit like 420 is like New Year's Eve, man. So I just kind of, I, I stay away a little bit on that day. So I, I don't partake in the like madness that is. Do you? 
You do you, you you party it up a little bit? You go you go you go you go Actually, full, you know full bore. I know it not since it's been legal, but when I was a kid, I say kid, but I was a when I was a senior in high school. We actually had a water polo tournament at UNM during 420 on the actual day. It was on a Saturday. And there was a few of us, not going to name any uh, particular names, but we all decided to participate in the marijuana march that morning because it started at UNM down by the Lobo. We caught wind of it. We ran over there. We marched up Central until about the end of Johnson Field. I was smoking... This joint that was made out of a paper towel roll. It was so huge. Nice. And yeah, and then we won that tournament, and it was a great day. So, uh, yes. nothing. Uh, uh, here we go. No News consequences. Flash. No, yeah, nothing bad happened. <laughs> hey, no, so give us another one. It was fun. They used to let us. They used to let us. They used to rock right up central with it. Back yeah. on, but only on that one day. Well, now I don't think it's a big deal at all. Uh, you still, still all, you're still all scared, bro. Hey, so give us another one. Give us another one. Come on. What? Oh, another time movie. <laughs> another what? Ben so Hank. okay, all right. So they have they have some categories that are based based just on dispensaries. So best showroom, best dispensary, best dispensary, Southwest Quadrant. They kind of break it down and give out some more awards. Uh, but let's see. So best. Showroom is a place that I've never been. Carver Family Farms. Have you heard of them? I have not heard of them. <clears throat> I can't even tell you where they're at, but apparently you got to get down there and check out their showroom because it's um, something to see, apparently. Nice. Nice, uh, nice, Second nice. place is Bud Board Dispensary, and third place is Harvest Foundation. And again, this is statewide, so this could be... We should have done our, our research a little bit better in kind of so we can tell you where these places are at. But if they're in Albuquerque and we know where they're at, we'll let you know. Yeah, and none of those ring a bell as being in Albuquerque, but I don't want to discount the fact that I just don't know. So well, I, just because I don't know doesn't mean they're not in Albuquerque, but they, they strike a chord to me as being maybe not. You know what I do notice there is is a third place for, what is that? Best manufacturer for a balance top extracts. Yeah, yeah shout out to extracts. Yeah, man, I I, I just kind of see them around a lot. So um, that's a that's a name I'm familiar with on that on that list. Yeah, again, it just shows it goes to show just how many we we do have in the state. There are so many. I, I think this high horse. I keep seeing this high horse cannabis too. Uh, best retail store. See that? I think. That's in Las Cruces. I'm pretty darn tootin'. It's down city south in the agricultural zone of Las Cruces. That makes sense, you know. And I remember uh, in some of our conversations with Sabrina from High Desert Relief that she was saying that they're kind of embracing the social aspect of it a little bit more than Albuquerque or Santa Fe is. So who knows? I'm sure that type of environment will yield to, you know, probably cooler retail outlets. That Las Cruces is? Yeah. Uh, I, I can see that, man. Like, it's, What else you going to do there? Yeah. I've never done anything else there. Well, and, and here's the thing about Las Cruces, is Las Cruces is sort of like two sides of a coin, right? It's, it's retirement town and college town. And both of those groups of people smoke a lot of weed. 
So like it's a great market. It's agricultural already by nature and by tradition and by trade. So why not benefit and have a good time? Cheers to you, Las Cruces. Maybe I'll move to Las Cruces one day. Ooh, moving to Las Cruces, huh? Well, then you're right by El Paso. I hear good things about El Paso. El Paso, you know, El Paso is one of those places where like I've been to like five or six times, like just passing through, but never spent any time in. It'd be fun. Best edible baked goods. Oh, here we go. All right, best edible gummy taffy. Are we said baked goods? Baked goods, right there. Minerva Cana Cafe Triple Chocolate Cake. So go get that cake. You like that cake, cake. What do you think about the edibles? Do you do the edibles? So I hadn't. I hadn't. Um, and I always used to be like, they make me all gumby. And uh, then I had a friend say, you know, try the actual gummies. I'd only ever really eaten like chocolate um, or, or baked goods. Sometimes prepared by friends and not like prepared like the ones you get over the counter these days. Anyway, I digress and I and long-windedly, I tried them again this week. And I tried, actually I tried, this is a good one, I tried derived gummies. Uh, I think they're only like the 5 or the 10 milligram derived gummies. And I, I enjoyed them, man. They were, they took the edge off. I smoke a decent amount of cannabis. So uh, they may be a little bit more intense for somebody that doesn't, but I didn't find them overwhelming, and that was nice. So, uh, but apparently I need to go eat some cake. Go get that cake. You don't like them though. You don't do. You don't do the edibles. I don't mind the edibles. They're fun. They just don't give me the same like. I mean, I don't know. I guess. I guess I have an expectation to get like a little bit higher from it. I guess. Maybe I mean, I'm a, I'm a bigger fella. Perhaps I, uh, you know, you can always go harder. You know what I'm saying? But I've I've done, so I've done a, a uh, what was it a hundred milligrams at once of like Colorado bar? So that'd be like ten edibles. Yeah. Fire truck. Interesting. Yeah. I mean, I so, think yeah, everybody breaks it down differently, right? Like everybody literally metabolizes it differently, and then. I will say, though, a dr- the drink that I tried, I tried this, like, strawberry lemonade when I was out in Denver one time, and that that kind of did it better than anything else. <laughs> and it was kind of like a, you know, you kind of feel like that warm, kind of up your back kind of feeling, you know? Hey, see if they have a drink. Do they have they a drink? They do. No, they do. I saw it. It was best, uh... Let's see. Let's see. Best edible chocolate snack item. Baked goods. Hard candy. I didn't see a drink there. They have to. I bet you they have to have. If they have all this stuff, look. Best fresh frozen. What? Interesting. Fresh frozen. It's probably like something you warm up. It looks like because it looks. I don't know. Most innovative CBD product. Lavender Maybe. body oil. Oh, check this. Minerva out. again. Oh, Minerva. Oh, check this out. Most innovative THC product, uh, herbal edibles, high end suppositories. So, uh, if you don't want to technically eat them, I guess there's other ways to get them inside you. Do you is is high end the brand, and is that a play on on words? Is are they being tongue in cheek? I've got rear end. Well, no, but your rear end is now getting you high. So high end. Do you think it makes your butt tingle? 
I, I don't know. I bet you probably. I bet you probably feel it in your hips, in your legs. I mean, but it does get it to the bloodstream. I ain't gonna hate. <laughs> I, ain't gonna I also I don't think I'm sticking weed up my butt. But no, I, I've never. I hate no judgment. Even, you know, you know these kids these days they do the butt chugging. They're oh, where you uh, pour you pour some alcohol in your butt. Is that what you're talking about? That's what I'm talking Whoa, about. Whoa, that's a way to get drunk. Wow. Not for me, thanks. <laughs> no way. Okay, so let's keep it real, rolling here. Let's get let's get, let's give me one more. One more, Ben. Again, this is Kerpel's SE Awards. So all right, well this is an important one. So the best THC cartridge, you know a ton of people out there using cartridges. Uh, you got yeah. one right there? You got one? What are you smoking on right there? This is an elevated. Elevated. So we already mentioned them earlier. They got third place for what was it, third place manufacturer overall? It was. And then so this one is best what was it? Shit, less category. Cartridge. Yeah, THC man. cartridge, elevated peaches, and dream. And that's what you have right there, right? Elevated, but not a peaches and dream? Not a peaches and dream, but I do have an elevated, and I will say it is a beautiful color. It is seemingly burning well, not way super fast. Um, and a Wolf battery, WLF, thanks to a homie in this art studio here and. And that seems to be working well. So apparently that combo uh, is going to help me save some money as I continue to recreate. Ooh, best indica flower harvest foundation gastro pop number eight. See, like this is where it gets really weird for me personally because I've always thought the names that growers give to their, you know, to their, you know, those plants, I always thought they are bullshit, right? Like. And I'm sure there's probably not, and I'm sure there's probably a whole... It's a cataloging system, Ben. Come on, man. Sure. Don't hate. Participate, man. Oh, I participate. (laughs) I recreate. I'm going to coin that word. Now that you hear it out there, that is my word. Recreational marijuana, you can medicate. With medicinal marijuana, you can recreate with recreational marijuana. I want to feel that recreate is totally a word, though, buddy. Recreate is <laughs> well. This is that's the same word. Just no. I mean, this is an argument. I'm definitely gonna lose. <laughs> but I want to know this. I, I we, it's not like we can. <coughs> it's not like we can have people call in. But I'm interested to know what people are thinking in their brain. Who's am I stupid? Okay, <laughs> am I just stupid? Hey, best f- sativa flower, green fuego. Taste the rainbow. From who? See? I wonder. Uh, you know that says they don't tell us. Maybe no. I think the first part is the the grower. So like where it said, where did you see that sativa flower? So I think green fuego was probably the grower, and taste the rainbow is the strain. So like monsoon cannabis, raspberry parfait. Ooh, that lemon drip. We do like citrus stuff. I see that. And so, you know, that, that, again, goes back to, and I hear this a lot now, people focusing less on indica and sativa and focusing more on those terpenes. The taste. The taste. Well, that, that has a lot of influence on the effect you get, too, apparently. 
Well, you know, and I'll say this, I, 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 I have to give it to them for focusing on um, a variety because I feel like I'm, I can still taste different things and I have a horrible sense of smell. Um, so I tend to like very bitter things or very strong aromas, tastes, what have you. Um, so yeah, shout out to the folks in that Terp game. Keep your Terp game tight because us uh, non-smellers still need need them Terps. Yeah, well, so this is an interesting one for me. I love this name. Check this out. It's from the Sea Valley. They won Best THC Pre-Roll. Sublime Blueberry Haze Hot Rod. That sounds like a drunken racehorse. <laughs> that sounds amazing. Sublime Blueberry Haze Hot Rod coming down the path. See, that's one thing that we did. No, we had we had <laughs> In the final turn is Sublime Blueberry Haze Hot Rod. That is a horse race. <laughs> But I was, I was saying Putting my hair is sublime blueberry haze hot rod. Okay, sorry. <sighs> I'm done. I'm done. He's just taking a break. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was thinking back to our trip to Vegas where, what was that joint that we had? What It was dipped or something? It was like dipped or there was something that was aligned with like a, it had like, Something like concentrated oh, yeah. or something. It had like a... They made it sticky in a spiral somehow with... I don't was know. That, did we do that and then try to go get fish and chips the first time? Was <laughs> that what happened? Was that, was that that night? This was the night I will never forget. Can we tell this story? Oh, yeah. We can tell yes. the story. So, so the joint that we did smoke was... It was somehow wrapped in like keef that I think was on top of some sort of resiny type goo. And then it was, of course, it had, had weed. Flour. Yeah, it had flour in it. And maybe even like hash inside. I feel like it had more than weed inside of it. It had all it. kinds of shit in it. And it was... And then we held on to it for a minute because we didn't smoke it until after. No, no, we smoked it before the football game. Huh? I don't know. But we did smoke it. And then we had been jonesing for some... Gordon Ramsay's fish and chips. Walked past it every day. Smelled so good. And then we walked in, and Ben looked around. I freaked the fuck out. It was like <laughs> it was me. Like we walked to the door, and there was a thousand eyes upon you. <laughs> ben, and felt, not only were they eyes, but they were judgy eyes. He felt like a baby deer. And we scampered out the door. He said, I can't do this right now. Out loud. I said that out loud. Not even like a look. And like, let's just go. Like, I just, let's go. And uh, we proceeded to walk directly out and laugh. And then I don't even know where we ate. Where do we eat? Oh, I remember it was a barbecue place. Oh, yeah. That was good. That was good. Yeah. Um, So I guess the moral of that story is uh, approach the turducken style of joints with a little bit of caution. <laughs> it, it was, it just made me feel like I was a kid again, like smoking for the first time. Where like, it just, it was a body high, head high. It was your mouth dry as a bone and everything was hilarious. Yeah. That's how that was. I, 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 uh, I completely agree. I will say this. Las Vegas, Nevada has some good weed. No, I was I would say that 
you know, we had a trip there that we didn't have, you know, you know, you don't drink, but I drink a little bit. I had, you know, maybe, I think I had four drinks the entire trip, but I didn't feel that we missed out at all. We were definitely getting down otherwise. And, you know, there was, there wasn't a lot of things on this trip, but our Uber driver was kind enough to like, pick us up from the airport. Like, Hey, you guys want to grab some weed? We're like, that would be amazing. And I told Ben there was more than kindness there that I think they get paid. I bet you they get paid by dispensaries to get people there. There's got to be a, a system that them Uber drivers sign up for. Because in another life, Ben, I know that cab drivers and or Uber drivers, because I lived in both of these lifetimes in Vegas, get paid to take people to particular strip clubs. 30% of me wanted to say that she was going to be gone when we got out. But I was like, she offered to stop at the dispensary. She's got a good soul. I mean, if she left us there, we could have just... And that that wasn't far off the strip either, though. And and to the point, I digress. What what I would say about Vegas now is I wanted that beta test. We went to go see a football game, so there was a point. But I wanted to see, can I do Vegas sans alcohol? And not like, will I be too tempted to drink? Just like, how great or not will Vegas be without being like fucking hammered? Because that's, that's what I used to do, man. I gotta be honest, I never went to Vegas when I was of age. I had an uncle living there when I was a kid, so I went there a lot and got to know the place from like a teenage perspective, like where I was hitting up all the roller coasters, right? Got it. Roller coasters and buffets, that's where you find your boy. Uh, well, the ex-wife had family that lived out there for some years, and so it was a regular stop along the chaos that was my life. And my drinking patterns. <laughs> so Vegas, I loved Vegas. Vegas was an excuse to be drunk for like days on end. But anyway, oh, you don't is. have to drink there in Vegas to have a good time. No, no. But you know what? You still get free drinks if you do order them. Hmm? That happened a few times at yeah. the bars out there on the casino floor. Yeah. Spend a little money gambling. It was a good time. It was a good time. Uh, Vegas, marijuana in Vegas, accessible, easy. I, I think marijuana in Albuquerque, do you feel is accessible, easy, fairly priced uh like how do you how do you feel ben we just read off some like you know some some prizes or some some place markers in the industry but like as a consumer as a as a consumer how do you feel about the cannabis industry and i don't mean this judgmentally i just wonder like where are you at like what are the things you focus on what are the things you're looking for why do you go where you go and i'll do the same yeah, so, so well, I mean, it's convenience, right? Like, what's to and from, where I'm going, where I'm headed. Uh, and then also, kind of like just this overall feel of the place, right? Like, I go to Urban Wellness a whole lot. Urban Wellness on the west side there at Eagle Ranch in Paradise. And I'll tell you, you know, every time I go in there, what I like about them is, is you go in, you give your ID right away, and then you get to, like, the waiting area. They got some couches. They got a menu there. It changes all the time. And then you get called up. But the buttenders have been there a while. You know, that's all kind of a regular staff. I don't necessarily know it work with anyone in particular, but they're always pretty helpful. It's always pretty quick. Uh, and I don't feel like it's, like, it's not out of the way at all, but it's not kind of like the way it's, like, you pull in and park and everything. Like, it doesn't feel like it's just so obvious, you know? And a lot of the, a lot of the cannabis places are like that, you know. But 
But no, it has a good feeling. It's not just like stepping in and ordering from a window. We went to Sawmill the other day. That's how that was. Sawmill on second. Oh, they had some good stuff. We know it's not that they didn't have anything good. It was just small. It was very small. Yeah, it was just kind of you walk in. You don't even, there's no ID check or anything like that. It's kind of a doorbell. You go in and there's just two windows, like two service windows. And, you know, you do your transaction and you go. But Urban Wellness just has a really cool experience. I, you know, again, I don't really venture out to too many. Uh, I stopped by Verdez. They're on the west side. And that was actually a very cool showroom. I want to go back there. You know, it definitely made me want to go back. But a shout out to a company in Arizona. And I found this place with me and my wife are driving to Phoenix. Noble Cannabis in Flagstaff. Noble Cannabis, where you at? Arizona. And, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, you know, I will say they had the, they had the absolute coolest showroom. They had, like, acrylic cases that you had all the flower on display, different manufacturers. They had average products here. They had little stuff from this state over there. So that was also cool to see. So so I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to interrupt you, Ben. Yeah. But I'm going to try and wrap it into a reason why. I'm not just being rude here. What you're hitting on, and I read some stuff about this recently, is, like, it's experience for you. Like, you want to experience the product you're about to purchase in some form or fashion before you purchase it or see the product that is cannabis in all of these different forms or marketed it in all these visible ways in an environment that is aesthetically pleasing. Well, it's all part of it for you. Sure. But I think it also kind of gives lens to like, well, well what are we going to do with this stuff? Like if, you know, if I can't see what I'm purchasing, then I don't know. I think I'm a lot less likely to purchase it. Interesting. But, I mean, because I wonder, like, out there, like, there are some folks, right, that are probably either younger or older than us that to them it's just marijuana. It's just cannabis. It's just weed. They think you just smoke it. Give me the one with the most THC. And they bought a pipe from somewhere, and that's what they do, and that's that. And so it doesn't matter where they get it from. Right, but you're saying, as somebody who's become maybe a cannabis culture. Well, I mean, like you know, that's, that's, I will say I've been, I've been a member for a while. Right, you know? that's what. Yeah, that's what I'm getting at. Yeah, like. yeah. No, but I, I hear what you're saying. Like, no, I prefer, like, you know, at the level that I consume it, I want an experience that will be able to answer my questions and kind of. I mean, I don't know. Yes, it, I mean it is a lot like craft beer, right? Like you know, you know this flavor profile, you know, has this hop and whatever. You know, we aged it this long, and I think cannabis products are getting to that level where they will be more detailed in how they're produced and what exactly goes into them. Like we had outlaw extracts on, and those guys are really cool. They were talking about our lab and how all that works. But again, let's get down to that terpenes profile. And like, I don't know. Like, I still don't understand. Like, is that something that they in like they flavor like the extract with, or is that? I do believe so. I think that's because that's on the flower side as well, though, right? But that's just more like how it grows, I guess, itself. I don't know. We're gonna that's have to the thing. We need more terpene education. We, you know, who we we need next? One of the next uh, after the grass station. After we do them, the solid of having them on here. Uh, and follow through there 
is we need to get a grower on, man, and just ask some of these questions too. Um, but yeah, like I, 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 I am interested very much in sort of your perspective because I think, Ben, you are a portion of the market. I think people that are way less interested and way more interested in just being like the place closest to the house or the place where they heard has the cheapest uh, product to buy that they consume um, might be the reasons they go places. I think for me, for me, it's like, I guess it's probably experience, but in a different way. It's probably for me in like, like I kind of am wanting to go find this bud tender guy now. What it, what was his name? Thomas or something like that. I want to say Tony. Tony. Was it Tony? It was. I believe it was Tony. Let's yeah, let's Tony find him. Tony was at Minerva, right? What was it? Yeah, Minerva. There it is. So hopefully Tony is at the one that you've mentioned because I think, and it's not far from my house. Um, for me, it's like the people, the the personality behind a business for me is that business, right? So, like I think about, and you just compared um, it to the craft beer industry, and there are a couple of families in the craft beer industry that pop out to me to be just like good people, and 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 I mean that in the in the most genuine and broad sense of being a human because I've only known them to be good to me. I don't mean they believe believe what I believe so they're, they're good people kind of thing, but that would be like uh, Randy Baker and Denise Baker over at uh, Real Bravo and then uh, the Carsons of Nexus Brewing, you know, like... And, and so, long story short, and I digress, but I don't even drink. I'll still go eat at... You know those places because I, I like those people. So for me, I'm gonna go seek this Tony out and uh, see what 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 the what the hubbub is all about with Tony. Cause um, yeah, I like relationships, man. I like to talk to people. There are just so many to choose. Well, and do you think that's going to be a problem? Let's let's go there. Let's go to the elephant in the room. Uh, at what point does, however, did we ever find a? It's not important, but yeah, the number does that number ever shrink? I well, it will shrink. It will shrink, and I don't think it will. I think people will continually try to get a business going. It's it's just I mean. How much cannabis can you have? You know? Well, so here's here's my so I I had this conversation and I was for a while I was like yeah and you you can only support so many and then I thought about this like cool yeah with alcohol but bro there's what do you have to be twenty one so I guess you still have to be twenty one but I think there are far more people that smoke. Or consume in some form or fashion cannabis products, TH with or THC bearing products, than there are people that drink alcohol. So, like, to what point of saturation can we support a market? And is it one higher than the the you know the quick to compare to craft brewing industry? I always do that with everything. I think it, but I but I think it. 
does that to itself right now or lends itself to that category in comparison. But uh, is that an unfair comparison? No, no, it's a retail consumable, just like anything else. And it's something that, that I guess is pretty trendy at the moment. I mean, uh, it's kind of funny to mention, but Albuquerque did just get voted in a recent poll the number 10 beer destination in the country. Uh, I forget who the poll was by, but I heard it on the radio. So, you know, you got to believe it. Yeah, and so... But, but so, you know, saying that as well, I think that I think there will be some some kind of, I guess, pullback in the industry. Yeah, like to be. a little bit of fallout. You know, like I think... I mean, there, there are... But there are still breweries opening. There are ones that closed, but there are ones that have changed hands, that have changed names, that have changed management ownership and all of those things so i think we see that with the cannabis industry um hopefully you see and i feel like and i'm not gonna don't quote me on this i feel like there was legislation to attempt to keep some of the balls in the court of the smaller producers right for like wholesale to the actual dispensaries, you know, like the small time growers are still hopefully going to be able to make a living doing this um, in the long term. So if that continues to happen, I think you continue to have mom and pop shop style ability in the retail nature of things. When that goes away, I think it all goes away. Right. Like when when you have to be <coughs> operating your own grow. It just reminds me a lot of like the restaurant industry where I think you'll have some people who figure out the formula and they'll have a lot of success, but you'll have a lot of people open up and kind of have fly-by-night success and then they'll kind of start fucking up and they'll close down. I think you'll see a lot of rotation like that. I think there'll always be a high number of dispensaries, but at the same time, I think that you'll just see a rotation forever. I think the manufacturing side of it will be kind of where you see the more of the mainstay businesses. So, like, you know, the extract companies, High Desert Relief, the big growers like that. You'll see those guys stay around, but I think the, the actual retail places that just focus on retail without having, a, like, a manufacturing arm, I think you'll see those places kind of come and go. Yeah, and I, and I think that's fair, right? Like, I think that's where some of what you're talking about and what I'm talking about starts to play a really big part in things. How do you carve out the space as somebody that operates one of those spaces to met people? And that's with like a really cool, hip aesthetic and comfortable setting, or is it lots of parking? Or is well, it. The one thing I like, I want it to feel mature. I want it to feel like it's an adult thing that I'm doing. You know what I mean? I don't want it to feel like I'm walking into a fucking daycare with, you know. Crazy colors on the wall. She's like, I just want it to be modern, fresh, clean. Like, you know, just a modern aesthetic that really makes it feel like like the cool contemporary thing that it is, you know? Yeah, I get that. And I, and I don't care about that so much as we sit in, like, a circus room <laughs> that we're recording this thing in. Like, I, and you should see my house. My house is wild. Like, 
Um, so I don't care so much how a place looks. I just want to. I, w- I want to know the story behind a place. I want to know who owns it. I want to meet the person who owns it. Sometimes I want to buy directly from that person while they're working a shift. That's the kind of place I love to support. And so I'm. I, I constantly search for those kind of places. And I imagine in the cannabis industry, you might not have. Uh, owner be a bud tender but i want to get deeper into the roots of why are you here why are you doing this what is it driving um and then what are you doing with it right like tell me the stories of what you're turning around and doing whether that's like equitably hiring and paying your staff a living wage and then doing more because you should do all of that already like what's the more I want to know the stories of the more, and I like storytelling, but that's the that's the writer in me, man. So, um, and maybe yours is like the explorer in you, because it's like the visual aesthetic, right? Like you, the visual appeal of things just gets ya. It gets ya. It does. Well, it's it's like it's like when you go out, right? Like you know, there's there's certain restaurants you go to that have a certain feel to them for a certain occasion, and if I'm looking for high-end cannabis, then I'm going to go to a spot that feels like a high-end dispensary. Absolutely get that. Absolutely get that. Um, and so that's, <coughs> that's, that's, it wraps around to the, the conversation of will they all survive? I think there is room for them all if they figure out where they fit into. You got to get in where you fit in, as Too Short might say, my friend. But some some will fall to the wayside, and that's all right too. That is, yeah. I mean, I I think that's that's an ending industry, right? Like, I mean, you look downtown. Downtown no longer has uh, two tire stores across the street that were the same tire stores across the street from each other at Seventh and Central for thirty five years or more. Uh, more like 50 years, probably. Uh, my dad ran one of the two for 30 years at one point. Um, but now one of them is a different brand new national tire store brand. And one's going to be Ex Novo. So, you know, things fall off, man. I think it's just in this industry, I think our generation is seeing money, right? You see, like, like everybody, I think, maybe thought, Craft beer was a way to a lot of money. Bam, we have 75 breweries in Albuquerque kind of thing. So when you see money you th- and you see it done, you think, oh, I could do that. That's easy. And so we're seeing the growth and the boom a bit of I could do that. That's easy. And then we'll see who rides the wave of small business not being easy because kudos to everybody that's already open. I couldn't do it. I couldn't yeah, do it. Yeah, I mean, that's, yeah. We, we, <laughs> I am not a small business owner. Kudos to you guys. You have actually opened doors. If you've opened your doors as a dispensary, regardless of whether or not they close at any point, you fucking did it, man. You did it. Oh, well, that's the thing, right? Like, yeah, the people who had the courage to do it. Don't ever shit on anybody that has the courage to do anything, you know? If you fail, you fail, man. But, like... I can't imagine, and we should maybe look into this, like, it would be cool to know, like, the smallest level of, like, back end and front end, right? Like, what does it take to open up a a retail spot? What does it take to become a small level level grower? Maybe we should have that conversation. I'd like to know. Maybe we should do the research and fill out some paperwork ourselves. Eh, I don't want to grow any weed. 
and I don't really want to sell it either. That seems sketchy in the city. I'm I'm really surprised, and I don't want to I don't want to juju this. I'm really surprised we're not seeing more, and maybe it's not reported, more robberies and shit of dispensaries, man. That's what well, I always thought. Well, I think the the security requirements that they have in place really, you know, really make make it tough for that to happen. What I worry about is that delivery scenario. Like homeboy's out there, and he hasn't even collected yet, right? So that means that I mean. No, you you have to pay for it. You have to pay for it to come to your house. So he's no, not. No, he had an ATM reader on him. Oh, uh, well, that's the flaw of the model, right? Like that's it. Oh, that's interesting. I don't know. I mean, I don't think I would because be... I know some people who would order an ounce of weed. Yeah, but then once it's once it's taken to a certain address, you've already created a situation, right? Like, I think. I don't think I'd ever order it just because, like, I was going to order DoorDash last night, and it was, like, $30 for uh, Wingstop. So, anyway, like, I, I, I don't think I would pay a premium for someone to bring me something I can go get or plan on go getting. I see the need for it, uh, but I wouldn't do it. I, I guess I also do see the security, like... I've never felt unsafe in any dispensary I've ever been in. No, I've never have. I've never, I've that's always been a very, very yeah. cool situation. Um, one I like, I will say this: I don't go there often. I used to live. Well, actually, I still now relive <laughs> down the road, but I haven't been in in a while. Is Everest? Everest on, I believe it is on fourth. Fourth, just south of Alameda. South of Alameda. There you go. From the man in the booth. Um, that one's that one's cool, man. I I when I first got my medical card years ago, um, I would go in there, and they were cool. They were kind. Uh, they have some one to one. I think they're called Relax THC CBD pills. Those are legit. Those were like just take the edge off pills for me. CBD stuff is cool. It's a different high. It's, 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 I don't mind them. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. I, I've never tried CBD by itself. <laughs> Funny story. My mom, the other day, she was like, I had some kind of pain going on recently, and I was talking about it, and she was like, you know, well, you should really use that CBD cream you gave me um, a while back when my knees were hurting so bad. And I was, I thought about it because I was like, when the fuck did I, I don't buy CBD. Where the fuck would I get CBD thing? <coughs> and then I thought she about buy it. it on her own? No, dude, it's not, it wasn't, it was weed cream. <laughs> Oh, well, no wonder your, your your knee feels better, mom. Because and then, so I told her, you know, but I, I she knew that when I bought it because she was she's the one that sent me. But bless her little seventy year old heart, she she was like CBD cream, and I was like, no, mom, um, that That's was THC cream. That was that was THC cream, and she was like, well, it does work. So from a seventy year old lady with arthritis in her knee. Uh, I, I think it was probably mountaintop extra extracts, uh, bomb. It's almost like a Vaseline style thing. 
Those are very nice. Uh, yeah. I've had a couple that, I don't know, they smell kind of weird, I ain't going to lie. And this one also made my hand puff up like crazy. Oh, it's probably like maybe something that they mix it with. Some kind of allergy reaction. So I've been kind of, kind of. No hesitant. selves. Well, not not a hesitant, but you know, I, I'm, I'm cautious. With <laughs> Be really careful if you choose the suppositories then, Ben. <laughs> you can't, you can't have your butthole puff up that would that would be weird what yeah, would happen yeah, I'm, I'm all about for industry creativity but. it's like corking your rear end right there man cork your rear end well i i mean on the on that on that note um what do, what do you think we have coming up down the road ben let's end there like what do you what do you think what can people expect What's up? Well, so here, here, here's the plan, right? We want this to be a, a place where the New Mexico cannabis industry comes to talk about what's new, what's going on. So, to to say what's coming down the pipeline is we want to talk to people out there who are manufacturing goods, who are manufacturing THC products, who are selling here in the state, but really we want to see the innovation. There was a company. Uh, who's exotic extracts? I want to say. I think so. And, oh, and, um, no, no, encore extracts. Encore extracts with their lime salt. We want to get them on. Uh, there's some, you know, plenty of people out of Santa Fe who want to come on. So, so just just look and listen for that. You know, we'll come out and let you know who's going to be on before that they are on. You know, and we will be better about creating cool, engaging video content as well. So. Yeah, we have an Instagram, so check that out. We'll try and 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 pep that up and keep that a little bit more content heavy. Um, I really like the audio format of uh, this situation. I like the availability that is created um, on the platforms that it then lies on in terms of uh, being a tool and a service to the cannabis community. Uh, so sort of in like the the scope of things and the vision you just laid out. Um, I think being an airwave of sorts as a digital presence in this form is probably the most important work being done here. So um, we certainly do have like a social. And that's my opinion. (laughs) Ben just gave me a face like. okay, I think that's the most important part. (laughs) Um, but no, nah, it's, I think it, I think we have a chance to do something really cool here, um, with this thing and, and create a conversation. So thanks, Ben. Yeah. Yeah. Talking to everyone and, you know, just getting the word out, building the community. Yeah. I, and so because it, talking to everybody and getting the word out and when you're doing that, when you're creating content, you're not doing that on Instagram. I think we have the ability to talk and get the word out. Via the Spotify and the you know the Apple Music and the and the whatnot where this is available, I think we are actually talking to people and that's exciting. That's cool. Yeah, I agree. I agree. We're looking to join the uh, chamber, the cannabis chamber for the state as well. So. Ben Lewinger, shout out to Ben. Give Ben some horns. Give Ben Lewinger some horns. There we go. All right, we're getting long here, Ben. We are. We gotta get, but. It was a pleasure discussing the essays with you. We but, need to do more research on that. Yeah. And statewide, there's a lot of locations out there. There's a lot of people we didn't know on that list. But we will kind of talk about that again and get you to, to where those places are. 
we're in Albuquerque, and so there's a lot of state outside of Albuquerque as well. Well, and I'm going to do some road tripping for for what that's worth, uh, and so maybe we'll we'll give you an update when we do some driving around uh, New Mexico this summer too. Well, definitely, you know, we like to explore the state, and we'll be you know documenting our weed ventures, if you will. On Instagram, you could tell us where to go, right? Like that's how yeah. you can you can talk to us via the Instagram feed too. I like that. Something so. you want to get out, something you want to talk about, have a question about a product, so anything. Find it get there. Get at us. Get at us. All right. Cool. Best of buds. We out.